All right. Oh, okay. This looks like a pretty good level. Volume okay? Volume okay? Check, check. Get it closer, further away from me? Too loud? I think we're all right. Good? All right, cool. Should we just roll? Yeah, man. All right. We are uh, Altered State Podcast. Fucking episode 16. Episodes of Taking the Show on the Road. That's right. That's on right. Way, uh, to my basement today. That's right. The, uh, the far less cozy half of the Altered State headquarters. Bro, a basement's a basement. Yeah. <laughs> I am like... The difference in mine? Carpeting. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's really it. <laughs> I am just fighting with uh, the whole scenario of uh, toddler shit all over of course. the place. So. Well, we had to be someplace, too. We had to watch the hockey game. Right. We got Blues and Stanley Cup for the first time in our lives. And it's truly, truly a remarkable deal. Yes, it is. It's huge. The whole city is uh, insane. It's on fire, man. It's insane. And it's I, fantastic. I, for one, um, I'm going to be immensely distracted recording this show. Yes. At least for this first half of it. Yep. We are currently an intermission between periods two and three of a 2-2 game in which the Blues were just sufficiently dominated yes. for the last 20 minutes. I don't want to lose it in my head. The city is on fire more than Westeros. <laughs> or just King's Landing. We'll just do King's Landing. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, as, as on fire as that city became, I think uh, the HBO headquarters are pretty close to burning Man. because no of kidding. that as well. No kidding. But the thing about that is their fires start with $100 bills. Right. So they're going to be all right. Yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to be all right. So let's... Go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. I, was, I wonder how many people, myself being one of them, uh, just canceled HBO Go this week. I haven't. I'm waiting for Watchmen. See what Watchmen brings me. See, I, I am. I am unfortunately of the belief that just 15 bucks a month is asinine. So I, I agree. Be, That's why you get a fiance like mine who calls and bitches and gets it for eight dollars. Yeah, still, still too much. But it's eight dollars. Whereas, like, I'm kind of. I'm now playing by the... They gave me that I, and then I, Showtime for free with my 8 dollars So it works okay, out. Okay, okay. Fair, fair enough. Well, and like, I'm also... Like I said, with kids my kid's age, I don't have the amount of time to watch TV. So what's I, the point? So, right. like, I can't spend 15 bucks a month for... Right. right. You know, I mm-hmm. might watch an hour a week of HBO. Right. No, right. I can't do it. Fair, so like, that's totally fair, yeah. And, but with The Watchmen coming up, I am definitely going to be... Uh, you know, I'll wait until get halfway through the season and then I'll sign up I'll binge the first three or four episodes and watch the last month live so I'm only paying 15 months my my kids are out of the house so I just sit there alone with my thoughts and Mm. no one wants that (laughs) that's just bad for the world so you need to give me something to watch right yeah yeah. (laughs) I had no problem paying HBO Go before my kids were born of course and I feel confident that I'll have no problem paying it again here in about 10 or 15 <laughs> Once they're years. out of con- Yeah, but exactly. Like right now, I'm in that place of like, no. Yep. I know not, what you mean. Not in the cards. I'm with you, bro. Um, so let's just jump into it. Game of Thrones. How you feeling? Um, I've done a lot of thinking. Uh-oh. I've done a lot of drinking and a lot of thinking. <laughs> um, it's beginning of a country song right there. I, I just... The last episode didn't bother me at all. Really? I'm going to go... I... I have no issues with how it ended. I have issue with how they got there. Okay. Um, I feel like they just... When you look at this show, it worked so well for so many years because they, they slow played character development. They allowed you to understand who a character was. Right. And then every action that that character... Made whether it be logical or illogical, it just it made sense because you understood the character, right? And right. this last two seasons, that was out the window. But but I don't I don't necessarily blame the writers for that. I blame whoever. Maybe it is the writers, but whoever was in charge of making them seven and six episode seasons, respectively. Right. Right. Because I feel very confident if you would take... Let's say we took season seven, exactly as it was, but it's seven episodes. Okay. Um, and then allowed the first three episodes of this season to round that out. So season seven 
all becomes about the Night King and ends with the Battle of Winterfell. Killing the Night King. Right. Right. So then all of a sudden that that totally salvages season seven. Right. And then you get a season eight that as of right now only three episodes would have existed for. So you could have had three episodes of rising action of Daenerys losing her grip a little bit more. You could have a couple of episodes that are taking place in King's Landing before the fall of Cersei, so that feels more impactful. Right. And then you could spend a little bit of time with Daenerys as the queen before John kills Knife her. to the gut, right. And I think <clears throat> I think if you could have just stretched that out and allowed it to play out organically the way the show always has, then I think it becomes dynamite. I, I Yeah, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. It's I felt... I didn't hate the finale. I, I, I didn't hate the last season. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. Yeah. Um, I felt like a lot of the intertwined... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. Just not, not the hierarchy. The, the, um, the mythology yeah. that goes into everything didn't matter anymore. Right. All out the window. Um, a lot of the big storylines I thought were just thrown away. Like, in the end, no one, no one even knows who Jon Snow is, his right. true identity. Right. What happened? What all, 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 all those scrolls, where they'll yeah. go. That never paid um, And the people who do know don't give a fuck. Right. Uh, just, yeah, just don't go, care. Go back, go back to where you were, we saw you in the first show. And I get the Lenny, you know, I get, you know, the last shot is like the first shot. Great. Was it left open to do a movie? Was it left open just because they didn't know how to fucking wrap it up? Right. Um, I just really... It, it felt like the too easy much, way out. It, just, it, it wasn't even like the easy way. I just felt like nothing got solved. I almost felt like a lot of the buildup was just for nothing in the end. Right. Um, like I, like I, You know, Jon Snow never had to be Aegar Targaryen. Didn't matter. Yeah, that didn't matter one bit. All that did th- that did expedite Daenerys' sure. fall into madness. Sure, but that was coming with or without him. Right, like, right, right. And, um, and I feel real uncomfortable with like while I understand the symbology, all of the sudden we're going to make this dragon a sentient being that understands right. power struggles right. and decides right. that no, I'm going to be the one to kill the throne because it's right. power that killed my. Right. Da- no, well, like, sure, that's yeah. a beautiful moment, right. but fuck you. I, he's an animal. Exactly. And he's always been an animal. They, like, these dragons have never been all wise at right. any point. Right. But, like, no, I'm not buying it, this it, shit. A lot it's a of cop it, out. Yes. A lot of it felt to me like we're just going to spew out Lord of the Rings shit. Yeah. Um, it was just It two, was two Lord of the Rings. Two Lord of the Rings. And For sure. the same reason I hated, um, what was it, Return of the King with the last Lord of the Rings? Mm-hmm. Is the same reason I fucking didn't like this ending. It was just I don't need to have you guys chat at the fucking dock when John goes off, right. like you're sending off Frodo. That, no, not needed. Yeah, that um, scene was an issue. I still have an issue, or even like you're talking about with the dragon picks her up and flies away, like the fucking rate or the big yeah, you know, the eagles. Just do something original. Yeah, you had a long and, time, and you've done something original and for I, so long. And I refuse to believe that it's just. That they didn't have the George R. R. Martin base. There's no way because they had moved from that a long time right. ago. So I don't know, man. It just really bugged me the way they just kind of okay, we're done. You just like it or don't like right. it. Don't give a fuck. Well, it was because they didn't. They never allowed it to breathe. Yeah, like it felt like it felt kind of like a uh, like a Zack Snyder movie in a sense that they decided. These are the seven really cool moments that we want. Yeah. And then let's just fill the rest of the space to get to that moment. Which is, you know, that's why every time you see a Zack Snyder movie, the trailer looks dope as shit. Right. He and makes then, great trailers. Right. Yes. And then you watch a movie and you're like, oh, those are seven really cool scenes and right. everything else is just filler to get there. Right. That's what they did here. Right. They decided, like, oh, we, we need to have the mountain and hound on stairs that were on fire right. with dragons in the background. Right. We need to have... Jon Snow stabbing her in the in the gut. We need to have a beautiful scene where Daenerys walks out of the Red Keep and it's the dragon's wings behind her. Like, they decided those moments well in advance and everything else was like, right. eh, let's just get there. Yeah, and, you know, maybe I, I kind of 
don't even know where to go with it. Was I have so much in my head that I want to spew out sometimes, mm-hmm. but so was Bran? We've talked about this a little bit. Was uh-huh. Bran an evil genius? Yes. Now we have to say he was because a lot of people are just saying, "Well, he's just a figurehead." I don't buy that. No. Well, and and but he's going to let like Tyrion them run it. Because, I don't buy that because you know he. It all came. It came directly out of his mouth. Right. Why do you think I came? That's all this what. Way? That like, throws no, me. That this throws me. Motherfucker knew. Yes. This I dude, don't like that. That line really fucked with my head. Yeah. I did not care for that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to throw in there. You knew I was high on the Gendry Arya thing. Yeah. I'm not letting it go because she's on the water. She says she's going west to Westeros, but she, that's what you tell your family when you go see right. you, you go for a crazy hookup, you don't tell your family. You know, I'm Seth, going west. Seth Cohen also told us he was he was sailing Tahiti at the end of season one of the OC, <laughs> and he ended up true. in Portland. So, you know, I, I know how much I should believe. So, I, I'm willing to let that die for now. If, well, they say there's, there's not going to be any sequels. They said there'll be prequels. Yeah. They're, they already put the kibosh on the Arya Stark West of Westeros sequel. I, I just think... They, they just it crapped just, out, and, it, and it's a shame that I feel like the cast and the crew deserved better. Yeah, you know what? You know what the last season makes me want to do? Watch every other season. Yeah, and just act like this last season didn't happen. Yeah, because it doesn't matter in the end. It's like Roseanne, <laughs> totally like Roseanne. You won the lottery? No, that yeah. season's off. Yeah, that season's out. Right, We're done. <laughs> Dan's not dead. <laughs> exactly. Um, before we go on, I just want to say I really appreciate your rocking the cutty cousin Eddie right here, <laughs> the with, dolphin killer on the can. With the, yes, I love it. That was like one of my favorite scenes from uh, Vacation. He's like, I "Bet you can use a cool one." And he gives him the one he's been drinking. He cracks yeah. open the one on the, on the plastic. It's <laughs> <laughs> the move, man. I, love, I always love that shit. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention: where the fuck hot pie? <laughs> You've been wanting. There was lots of celebrating. Someone had to cook that food. Yep. Where the fuck's out pie? He's got connections. Dead. He's he dead. knows the Starks. He's dead. No, no. He didn't. He didn't survive Winterfell. You make a hot pie like that, they're gonna keep you around. He didn't survive Winterfell. Uh, I bet he's still around. Someone had to go. <laughs> he's making a nice bread. If they weren't killing everybody, you brown the butter first. That's the secret. <laughs> See, I watch this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like um, it, it was, it was too. Kind of cheaply rushed from moment to moment. Agreed. Yeah. And uh, in the end, the show suffered for it. That being said, I didn't hate what I saw. I agreed. I am cap- the. I am just disappointed because I had too much time to think about what I think should have happened. Yeah. You know, if it had just been you know nine months like a regular season, and I wouldn't have thought much about it. This would have happened. I, right. You know, I'm not saying that would have made me be like, "Oh, this season was incredible." Right. But I think that would change my perspective. And I think if they would have gone, if they would have gone a full ten, and it let me down, I also would have felt differently. But like, I'm, I just feel like the first six seasons, something worked really well. Right. The last two seasons, things weren't working, and there are some common denominators there right. that are really easy to point out, and that's disappointing. Does this, in any way, um, change your thoughts on the next Star Wars trilogy? Because these two writers, uh, D.B. Mm. Weiss and I forget the other guy's name, are doing mm-hmm. the next Star Wars trilogy. It does not. I think, you know... They were all, they were the writers from the beginning, correct? On I have Thrones? I believe so. Okay, that's what I thought. I the thing is, I... Uh, I'm going to say something that very few nerds are capable of saying. Uh oh. A very healthy relationship with Star Wars at this point in my life. Um, that I love Star Wars. I always will. I am grateful. You know, that is the hand that feeds. Sure. And I'm grateful for everything that it's done for me. But I also understand that it's not going to be. Um, it's not going to mean the same that it, that it once did, and of that's course. also okay. Right? Like I have moved into a place of like anxiously awaiting every Star Wars bit of news to just being like, no, it's just going to be some cool shit, right? That I'm going to totally. dig, yeah. And you know, maybe there will be some moments of pathos that I'll be excited about, or maybe yeah. there will be um, some little gems that 
that mean more than than just some cool sci-fi movie. Right. But I go into Star Wars just looking for a cool sci-fi movie now. And I think if I go back at Game of Thrones, I think if you go into season eight being like, I just want some cool fantasy shit, you'll be satisfied. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I, I think, totally. that, you know, that's what these writers have, have proven to us is that maybe they don't quite have the the pathos that, yeah. that yeah. we want them to. Yeah. And, you know, that's fine. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Nothing's, everything's not going to be a swing for the fences. That being said, um, I think we're going to take an early break. That's fine, yeah. Because we do have some uh, playoff hockey happening. So uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back, uh, hopefully, with big old uh, grins. Goddamn right. But we'll see. Or we'll... Well, God, God, damn it, damn it. Yep, that's... Game one's in the books. It was not. It was not fun. Yeah, the Blues just shit the bed. You know, following uh, minute twenty-one, they just did show up. They, they just evaporated. Yeah, I don't know how you give up four unanswered man in the Stanley Cup playoffs and Stanley Cup finals, and very easily <clears throat> could have been six unanswered. Right? That was, yeah. Yeah. That was real, real fucking deflating. So that was disappointing. So keeping on that topic, <laughs> Game of Thrones was kind of disappointing. Yeah. Give me some other disappointing series you were... Let's, let's just be bummed out all night. All right. Let's just... Top what, disappointing. What, what else lets you down? Ooh. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, and you don't have I to mean, throw, Lost is the cop-out. Lo- Lost is the generic... Because... Right. Because it just sucked so bad. The thing is, it's generic for a reason. You know what's funny? Because it's shit. I don't hate it. And I think, you know why? I didn't watch Lost until it was done, and I binged it all in like a month. Did I love it? No. But I think I was so prepared to hate it. It was all right. Really? Yeah. See, I hated it for actually kind of a similar reason, and that, so Libby was really into Lost from the get-go, and when we started dating was uh, like the summer before the final season uh, was gonna start. Okay. So, and she was like, when we first started dating, she was fucking going on, like, oh, you, you love this show, you love the show, you gotta check it out. So I binged the whole, I guess it was first five seasons. Okay. And, and, and that was the and, one with like 15, 20 episodes, right? Yeah. It's a long episode, oh, yeah. like long uh, shows. So binged the whole <laughs> series up into the last season. In like three weeks, and able to be able to watch it live with her, and then in watching it live, I was just like, "Really? Right? I, I just dedicated right. all this fucking time yep. to now be pissed off about it." Um, Heroes. I never watched Heroes. Uh, I know. I, I get a lot of crap for that. One of the great all-time disappointments. Right. I would. Well, season one of Heroes, I would, without question, put. In my top five seasons of any All TV time. show ever. Maybe top three. Definitely top three. Maybe. It, it, it's in conversation for the number one spot. Wow. Season one of Heroes is fucking perfect. Right. Like, do yourself that favor. You watch that. When you, when you get All right. a little bit of time on Netflix. Don't even bother with seasons two and three. Okay. Um, Season two wasn't god awful, but it wasn't great well, well, either. Been. Yeah, and then season three was just shit. It was yeah. horrible. I had, uh, of course, Lost is on my list for disappointing TV endings. Dexter. See Dexter. I never got into Dexter. I loved Dexter so much. Yeah, it was fucking great. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then this piece of shit finale. <laughs> it was like one of those. So, you know, the basic premise, he's a serial killer. Yeah. He's also, like, a um, blood spatter expert yeah, yeah, for the yeah. PD, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. Sure, so you get, you know, the idea. And then, you know, he's a serial killer, almost getting caught, almost getting caught, all that kind of stuff. In the last season, um, the, or the last episode, his sister dies. So it's him. He doesn't uh-huh. kill her, but she's dead. Uh-huh. He's on the boat that he drops all the bodies off of with, right? Mm-hmm. And driving into a hurricane. Black. And then Black pulls out. He's a fucking logger in Maine with a beard. No one says anything. Done. He's sitting at a desk, like, like, like maybe he's writing in a diary. Yeah. Closes the book. 
Done. Oh my god. My what only fuck? my only relationship with Dexter um, was again that was a show that Libby was into. Um, and it was while we, you know, when it was kind of in its peak was when we were dating. Right. This, yeah. is, this is 2009, 2010, right. kind of in that, in that ballpark. And, uh, there was whatever, like the season or two seasons where John Lithgow was the main right. villain. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> he was really good. And yeah. every time we see John Lithgow and shit, Libby's like, oh God, he just creeps me out. And I was like, what do you mean he creeps right. you out? And she was like, well, he was from Dexter. Yeah. I was like... Yeah. No, he's from everything. He's super nice and everything else. Right. Yeah. Third Rock from the Sun, exactly. Harry and the Hendersons. Right. Yeah. And she was like, oh, no, like my introduction to him was, was Dexter. I was like, how was that your interest? <laughs> Fucking John Lithgow was goddamn in everything. I used to confuse John Lithgow and Dabney Coleman. <laughs> I I, guess just I like random 80s. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I remember talking to somebody about, um, what's the Matthew, War Games? Matthew Broderick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, Dabney Coleman's in that. Uh-huh. And I remember talking, like, oh, yeah, I was thinking it was the other the whole time, John Lithgow the whole time. And I know who John Lithgow is, but it just, that's... like, oh, oh, yeah, it's just another random actor. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's got some disappointment. I'm trying to think of some other. Um, I was very disappointed real... in Mad Men. Another show I didn't get into. Matt, it was such and a And I wanted to. That such was a my, great show. My problem yes. was, like, uh, it, it's such a bingeable show. Yes. And I wanted so badly into it, and I just fucking couldn't, man. I swear I've watched the first three episodes of that series eight times. Really? Just doesn't pull in? Just couldn't. And, like, you know, I love John Hamm. Yeah. I love the idea of, like, a period piece. I, everything about Mad Men is something I should love. Yeah. But I just, I can't. Think every, every time I keep Mad Men and uh, this is, I know this isn't going to end well for me. Mad Men and Breaking Bad, both the same really? way. I love Breaking I, Bad. I have watched the shit out of the first few episodes of both of those shows. Yeah. And every time I'm like getting ready to start episode four, and I'm like, ah, but I could rewatch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I'm probably ready. <laughs> with, uh, with Breaking Bad, I will honestly probably say it probably does take three or four episodes to, to pull you in and suck you in hard. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, I was off the races, and uh-huh. you, you couldn't get me away from it. You couldn't get me away from it. I, I like the way it ended. Um, it kind of left it open, but didn't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as much as some other pl- um, other uh, shows. Um, you know what? I I didn't really watch this show. Mm-hmm. I kind of watched... Pe- uh, it's one I'm going to mention next. Um, I watched pieces of it to get ready for the finale. Mm-hmm. And then the finale was the biggest piece of shit I ever saw in my life. What's that? How I Met Your Mother. Oh, definitely. What was that piece of shit? What a... F- Fucking cop out. Like I never got into the whole show anyway, but I'm like, okay, I'll get yeah. a shot. There, I love Bob Saget. Bob Saget talks. Right. So let's see what happens. I love fucking Doogie Howser. Let's see what yeah. happens. Shit, they shit all over. Dude. They almost made you think you were a fucking idiot the whole time yeah. for thinking this is what's going to happen. Yeah, that show um, was one that, like I wasn't in on for a long time, and then relatively shortly before the last season, maybe like. The last season, when they added it to Netflix, it ended up being something that Libby and I watched a bunch of on Netflix, and, like, I liked it, right? I think. Yeah. Um, because I watched a lot of it. Right. And then watched all the way to the finale, and the finale was horrible, but then the finale of that show was so bad that it made me realize that the show was always bad. Like, like when I would go back... And it's not like, say for example, we talk about Game of Thrones. I'm disappointed in the last season. It's not going to stop me from rewatching that series and enjoying every step along the way. Right. Um, but like when there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother on, and I like I start watching, I'm like, oh no, this is just a bad show. Bad show, yeah. Like it's not funny. It's, right. It's most of the jokes are in pretty poor taste, and they're pretty cheap laughs. Like right. they're not like smart. And right. it's like right. And, like, mo- all of the characters are really is that pretty a, uh, unlikable, with the exception of uh, um, Tall Guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, I can't remember his I name. Know, Jason Siegel. Yes. Um, his yeah. character is pretty likable. Yes. But everyone else in the series is, like, a really shitty person. Yeah. Yeah. Really unlikable. Yeah. And I was like, 
Yeah, and I and it it didn't really dawn on me until I saw the finale. And I was like, oh, this show's just this is just a bad fucking series. Yeah, and like I said, I didn't watch a lot of it leading up to it, but the whole the see the series finale was you know obviously promoted heavily. So I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. I'll watch some episodes here. Didn't care for it, and then you know I'm like, oh, I'll still watch the ending. See how it. Is. No, no. The idea of them making the mother die, right? So quick. It's just like, well, oh. Right. And like the the idea of the the narrator like telling his kids all the fucked up shit he did right. is in and of itself kind of ballsy. Right. But then when you put it through the lens also of like, I'm telling you all this because your mom just died. Right. And really I, and really yes. I just want you to know that I've always loved your Aunt Robin yeah. way more than your mom right. now that she's dead. Yeah. That's such a fucked concept I'm like oh my god yeah, dude. that is like that is grim right. you how do you have that conversation with your kids no kidding to be like man check out all these chicks that I banged and how long I've been trying to bang your Aunt Robin and then I settled for your mom yeah had you guys and now let me go back there that's right that's right so so weird yeah. dude yeah it sucked it sucked yeah. um I'm trying to think of maybe we shouldn't have this is just bringing me down further <laughs> Remember all this time I put into this thing? It's just so horrible. See, but uh, that's what it is to be a blues fan. Well, that's true, too. All right. That being said, I'm still saying blues and six. I, I'm, good, I'm good with that. I'm they're, good with that. They're yep. going to win this yep. cup because um, they have to. I know we kind of chatted about it previously. I don't know if we recorded it. I think we did. Um, Big Bang Theory ending. I know you didn't watch much of it. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. I really did. Okay. Uh, as far as a sitcom goes, sure. I mean, you know, made me smile. I teared up a little bit. I'll, I'll admit it. I'll own it. I don't give a I, shit. I, I do need to watch that finale. I've watched enough Big Bang Theory that I... I think you'd, I I think mean, you'd I like it. I need to see the yeah. it was It was well done as far as, you know, it didn't finish everything. Because, of course, they still have lives sure. to lead type thing. You know, it's a sitcom. But there was... The, the, the random stories wrapped him up. You know what I mean? It was right. nice to kind of... Yeah, you got a little know. bit of closure. Yeah, the, yeah. Um... Were you a Sopranos guy? Nope. What the fuck did you watch growing up? I know, man. Well, <laughs> I was, we never had HBO growing up. That, like, HBO was never right. accessible around my house. Yeah. And, when, and I just don't fucking like mob shit. You don't like Godfather? No. What? I watched it. Don't care for the Godfather? Really? I just, like One of my top mob, movies of all time. Mob shit is just... Always been really boring to me. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, I've, I've seen a bunch of it. Like, all of the, all the big mob movies, the important ones, Casino, right. and, um, Goodfellas, and Godfather, The Departed. I've, I've seen them all. Right. Did they do anything for you? Did, most of them felt like, is this over yet so I can do something else? Like, just mob shit just doesn't... Just the topic, just the, the subject itself doesn't yeah, draw you? I, I have a hard time... Um, Divorce, like, I, I don't know what it is, but I have a really hard time dealing with um, the idea of, like, celebrating really shitty people or really shitty behaviors. For sure. And I think, like, you know, all these really good mob movies, you know, it's like, oh, let's humanize the criminal. this criminal. Yeah. And it's like, no, man, this is still a piece of shit. Right. Like, you... All you've done is, like, muddied my ethical waters of, like... That's fair. No, you you made me care about someone as I watch them ruthlessly kill people. Okay. As I watch them, like, take money out of the middle class. Like, and I, I for one, I, I don't I do not do well with it. Right. Like, I don't, I don't need that muddied water to but me. Let me ask you this. On the same topic, uh-huh. we're going to nerd up a little bit. Sure. You like Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Well, Boba Fett's a fucking gangster. Yeah, but Boba Fett is a fucking jetpack and gets eaten <laughs> by a space worm. So my my ethical qualms. Well, I yes, they all get theirs in the end. Everybody fucking right. dies in the end. So but, in the end, nature but, is set right. But. My, my ethical qualms <laughs> go away when we're talking about something that is totally science fiction and totally fantasy. Like Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. They were all horrible people, <laughs> right? But like. I don't. I don't need to assimilate well, like, my current understanding. Except for Gendry and Hot Pie, right. they, you know, they were great people. But I'm like, I, I don't need to reassess 
my ethical view of the world based on those shitty characters. Right. But if you're yeah. talking about, like, <laughs> fucking mobsters and shitty criminals that do exist today, and you're saying, like, no, I mean, let's just continue to make them more likable. No, well, fuck you. What about, like, movies that don't really... Like, um, what's the one with uh, Johnny Depp where he played Whitey Bulger? Um, uh, shit. I can't think of the name of it. Black Mass. They don't celebrate what he did. Didn't see it. It's just basically the story of all the fucked up shit he did. Yeah. W- would that, I mean, is it just the way they approach it, or is it just the subject in general? Both. Okay. Because, you know, it's it like Blow. I thought that movie right. was annoying. I thought Fair it was enough. stupid. Yeah. Like, it was boring. You don't like shit Kiwi like Herman that. doing coke? Right. <laughs> shit, Paul Rubens, you son of a bitch. You have Kiwi Herman doing coke with Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> that is a childhood dream come true. Yeah, but it's just... I, it, it doesn't fuel my engine, man. It's not something... It, I, I think it's a combination of... I think it's boring, but then I think I was also just like... Around a lot of like douchey people that were also real into that shit and right. celebrate. And I was right. like, no, I don't right. want to be part of your. No, fucking totally. Self. Now, having said that, I was never the guy that had the fucking Scarface poster. So, I wasn't yeah. that. That wasn't that douchey into so it. So it did just for whatever reason, it just never, it never resonated with me. So like Sopranos, people tell me how great it is, and you know, I'm sure it is. I'm not going to take away Sopranos. I'm not going to. Sure. I'm not going to try to cheapen anyone else's experience. But I ain't buying into it. <laughs> it ain't for me. You know, give me, give me fucking whiz pops and space crusades and <laughs> right. Um, give me more of that shit all day. Give me Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, I, 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 I got give you. me more Firefly. Give I, like I, that, that I can get behind definitely. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna fall on the sword for oh, Godfather or Goodfellas or whatever greatest shit of all time. I, I still dig it. Don't get me sure. wrong. And I think a lot of it comes from um, when I was a kid, The Godfather for Thanksgiving and Christmas was just on TV. Like, yes. it wasn't, not my grandpa made sure it was on. Like, he just put it on. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would just be laying in his little room, den, watching that. He'd come in there, we need, all right, don't bother me. I'm watching The Godfather. He's got a bowl of walnuts. <laughs> And it takes, I think it just takes me back more than anything. You know what I mean? Ball of walnuts. Ball of walnuts. Cracking those walnuts. That's incredible. Right? No, I, and I, and I like I to paint a picture. And I think that's, uh, <laughs> you know, I think there's a lot of validity to how people uh, feel about things like that. Right. But it is just not for me. But if we're coming back around to disappointing endings. Please. God damn Firefly. By yeah. no fault of their no, own. No, totally right. By no fault right. of their own. That's one of those, you know, that's a whole other subject of shows that just got canceled before God. they got a chance to really wrap it up. Yeah. Many shows have suffered that fate, which I don't consider a bad ending. That's just getting taken off the air. Yeah. You know. That's, that's just getting... Right. Getting... Right. Railroaded. Right. <laughs> I was trying to think when I was, like, writing down... Uh, like random shows I'm like that really stick in my head as far as like great endings or bad endings mm-hmm. and then I was like trying to think of some of my favorite shows and I couldn't think of how they ever ended like none of my favorite shows and I know we talk about this a lot and mm-hmm. it's sad to bring it up even another time how the fuck did they wrap up Mama's Family oh god I, 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 I did, could, did they it may I, still be going on I, I don't even know I'd have to call my sister I'm sure she <laughs> can tell you I'm sure what Whoa. the hell, Bobby? That, that brings me right back. We talked about uh, this last time. Was it on mic? I don't remember. Uh, they did the live-action version of All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Did uh-huh. you see this? Uh-huh. It was hilarious. Really? They had, I'm trying to think, Jamie Foxx was George Jefferson. Okay. It worked. Um, Will Ferrell was uh, the white one of the white neighbors married to the black lady. Yeah. I can't think of the characters' names at all. I'm so I'm terrible Who at it. this? This was on ABC. What? It was like a celebration of, um, um, what's the producer's name? He's like 90-something now. Who, Len, uh, um, Len, Len Wine? Was no, it I, it'll pop in my head here at some point. I should have wrote it down. Um, they're basically celebrating you know, shows that were kind of diverse before their time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Woody Harrelson was Archie Bunker. I fucking love it. It was great. Marissa Tomei that. was his wife. They had solid, solid cast, man. I gotta come back. It was all in front of a live studio audience. 
It was great. Uh-huh. You should definitely go try to watch it. I will come back and watch it. That, um, is, that is definitely my... You know, I was never, like... I was a little too uh, young, you know, because mm-hmm. Jefferson and all the family was, like, mid-late 70s, yeah. early 80s. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm born in 78, so I was just... I caught it in reruns. Yeah. And it wasn't as shocking in reruns mm-hmm. as it was up yeah. front. You lose um, sight of how groundbreaking it, it really it, is. It is, but then I went back. I forget, maybe, like, TV Land or something is playing, like, old... Uh, Jeffersons and, mm. and stuff. I go back and watch it. It is fucking racist as all hell. <laughs> Which I knew, but it's like shockingly racist. Like <laughs> the one episode I saw, and I probably should. It's not horrible. Uh, so you know, George Jefferson's neighbors were a mixed couple, right? Yeah. The what? The, and they had a baby, uh-huh. and then his son married their daughter. So he was worried their children were going to come out with stripes. And it's stupid and... Oh, but, my God. <laughs> right? I know. Oh. That... What, huge huge audience laugh. I mean, you know, in front of a live studio audience, boom, place blows up. Wow. This wasn't the, the, the live action one, but they did do a couple of jokes you could tell were, you know, from that time just yeah. to see people's... To see how they landed. Yeah. And they still, they still kind of hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's worth it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. Yeah, um, it just kind of shows you, you know, like I, I'll watch, I don't know, what's a Big Bang Theory or something. You know what I mean? Great show. They made all the money. Mm-hmm. Safe as all hell. You know what I mean? Not totally. not trying to. Not that they need. You know, not every show is like, you know, take well, on social injustice or whatever. Yeah. But but you know, one. One all white guys and then one ethnicity, you know, yeah. one Indian guy, all white chicks. There's no really, yeah, not that that's a you know, but you start to notice that more. Oh, absolutely. When I went back and watched Jeffersons and all the family and stuff like that, and then I went and watched something more current, like, oh yeah, this is this whitewashed. Yeah, this we, they don't want to do that anymore because no. they'd be killed. They'd be outside picketing, right? Which is insane because this was 30, 40 years ago. And they caught shit for it, but yeah. now it's considered one of the greatest shows of all time. Norman Lear. Norman Lear. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, what, comes I don't know where that came from. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, I mean, no, I'll please go watch it. I, I, I think I it's really worth a good watch. I did. It's one of those things that um, I didn't hear anything about, and then hey, this will be on next week. Oh shit! I love when I catch yeah. stuff like that. Well, the only thing that because everything else is so you know promoted for months and months and months. Right. Well, the only thing I heard about it was the bit that you had said about it. But, and I had right. just heard about it probably the day before that. That's why I'm like, was, you heard about it. And this. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah when I first no, said no, something, no. I didn't even know. I'm like, it's the Jeffersons, and I think all in the family. I couldn't even think of what the shows yeah. were, but it was so fun, man. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll keep that. Um, I did. Did you watch uh, The Lonely Islands? <laughs> so good. So good. I wanted to text you right back. I, I didn't watch it right away. I was in the car, but when I got home that night, I watched it. And it was like, wait, like oh, I want to text him back. I, yeah. I loved it, man. It was great. I couldn't believe, like, it I great. remember we were putting the girls. What a to premise! Bed. I love right. it. It's so great. We were putting the girls to bed. Um, Once again, like, I had no idea that was coming. Me neither. Boom, here it so is. I was yeah. like, I was scrolling through Instagram or something, like after the girls had gone to sleep. But like, usually, I'll kind of sit in their room for a few minutes just to make sure they're asleep. Sure. And, well, what's going on? scrolling through Instagram and I saw like an ad like a picture for it with you know with Andy Sandberg as yeah. Jose Canseco I was like wait a minute this can't be, this can't be real I mean right and from then, the very beginning the other guy's like they call me Jose and he's like and I'm Mark and I'm Mark <laughs> it's just so funny right, right away dude. man it was and then like I, so I'm, I told Libby <laughs> we walked back to her and I was like I'm gonna find this on Netflix and I was like oh 30 minutes? Right. Sorry, babe. We're watching this right now. Like, there's there's nothing standing between right. me and this. And I got like 20 minutes into or 5 minutes into it. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I gotta tell everyone oh, I know. It was really funny. This I'm shit so glad is you texted ridiculous. that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have caught it for another, another week or so. But yeah, oh especially, especially people that are sports fans right. in our age bracket. Right. And... Like SNL fans, like yes, it, just, yeah. it, it, it hit so many notes. Yeah, I wish like, we would. I wish we'd have known about that. We could have saved our SNL until after the fact. But right, that was, was so slapsticky. Yeah, so silly. Those Lonely Island guys, man, do so much great yeah. stuff. The Pash Brothers experience. Oh, it was so funny, so funny. 
I'm just surprised they don't get sued for shit like that. Right? You know That's what, what I, mean? I couldn't believe. Sticking needles in their butts and shit. You know what I mean? Well, it was so when they great. started going, I was like, they went. Wire and Kinseko yeah. had to have signed their likenesses off for that. Like there has to, they had to go through some sort. of... I don't think you have to. When you're a public figure, your name is fair game. That just you know who knows, but. Sam Adams. But this wasn't just their name, man. No, like, they shit all over him. Yeah. And, and in a relative, not only they shit all over him, but in a relatively accurate way. Like, right. You know, they weren't, they weren't selling it as like, well, this is this. You know how they get away with it. It's the truth. Because if they come after yeah. sue them, they have to prove in court that it's not the truth. How do you do that? I guess that's true. You know what I'm saying? Bring us to court. It's probably like, sure, bring yeah. it on. Yeah. What are we going to do? We'll do, so so we'll forget English we'll, again. We'll, we'll do a second episode. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Please, please yeah. sue us. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that was yeah. that was one of those great. Uh, didn't know it was coming. What a great yeah. shock and surprise! Yeah, what so a, funny. What a little sneak attack. Um, I only watched one episode of it, um, but I'm a big fan of uh, Jeff Ross and those roast battles yeah. he does. There's a new show on Netflix. It's uh, I forget the title, but they're roasting historical figures. Really, the first one. Uh, was Abraham Lincoln. They're roasting Abraham Lincoln. Bob Saget comes out as Abraham Lincoln. Natasha Leggero is Mary Todd Lincoln, his wife. I don't know the name of the lady who played Harriet Tubman. And then John Stamos was John Wilkes Booth. Oh, my Hilarious. God. And then Jeff Ross was uh, the roast master. Well, he yeah. called like General Roast or whatever, you know. Kind of dressed up like General Lee. Hilarious! Oh my god! And they do. I, I, I've looked at a couple more. There's like four or five episodes. I know there's one with like Gilbert Godfrey dressed up as Hitler. <laughs> How do you not? <laughs> right? It was. It was pretty damn fun. I mean, is it as great as you know? It's only half hour episodes, so it's just perfect. Yeah. Little, you know, little things like that. Natasha Leggero did a great Mary Todd because you know she was whack. You know she was crazy. Right. Literally crazy. They put her in institution. Yeah. Um. But she went all in. She comes out there with like a bottle of wine and pills. She's crushing pills with her heel, like I like she's snorting pills. Oh my it god! It was so funny. It was it was one of those things again. I had no idea it was coming. I saw Jeff Ross's thing on Twitter. Boom! I'm like, I'm gonna go check this out real quick. Yeah. Here we go. Half hour. I laughed my ass off. Yeah. I laughed yeah, my that, ass off. That's going on the list tonight. Yeah. Check it out for sure. It was. It's a definitely. It's a winner. I mean, I think Jeff Ross hilarious. Yeah, I agree. I've watched him even before he was like doing the roast stuff. He used to, and I think he still does it from his live stuff. He'll go up there and just have someone play piano, just like background, whatever, you know, like uh-huh. read poems sometimes. This is older stuff. And the one that always stuck with me, it's so stupid, but it always in my head. It's like I ran into my ex-girlfriend yesterday, and then I backed up and ran over her again. <laughs> it just sticks with me, you know what I mean? <laughs> so stupid, <laughs> but, you know, there you go. That's super Jeff Ross. Total Jeff Ross, yes, yes. So there you go. We were bummed. We brought it back up a little bit. Yeah, man. Um, I know... I'm not going to be able to shake this one for a little bit. No, it's a rough one. It's going to be a rough night. It's going to be a rough day tomorrow. Um, You know what will give you joy? New wrestling. Oh, get out of this AEW. So good. You're missing out, bro. You are missing it. You're going to watch it, and you're going to be hooked again. It's going to be like the 90s all over again. God. The 90s all over again. I... I don't know if I hope so or hope oh, not. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> you just don't know it yet. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I don't realize. You don't realize how need. great it is. Yeah, yes. That's what I need yes. in my life. It was uh, everything you want wrestling to be. Bloody, cheesy stories. Gratuitous. Not like, just that one match was pretty, I mean, nothing else was like horribly overly top bloody. It's not all like chairs and, you know, uh, bats and all that yeah. kind of crap that it used to be. Um it's just, you know, the, this organization gives the wrestlers more artistic freedom to, like, build their own character kind of thing. Okay. Which I think is good, because on the other, you know, WWE, they have tons of writers. Yeah. But from what I read, everything gets scrapped, in it's just Vince's call in the end. Vince McMahon's wow. call. That's why so much stuff doesn't, like, line up in the end. They have these big, long storylines drawn out, and then he'll make changes last minute, because he thinks this, he thinks that. Well, I mean, you, which is his right, it's his company, but you also have to. Uh, competition is good you, no matter what, I think. and you, you have to, as a writer, like you have to write to the strengths of your cast, right? And I think if you're in a scenario like WWE where, where you don't know them, 
Yeah, one right. person's just throwing out there like, no, this is what I want the story to be. Right. Well, you don't you don't get to do that. Right. You know, like if you think about any other scripted program, like yeah, they'll write a pilot and a first season and cast based but, on that. But, ba- but, but cast, like you said, not right. just right. Well, they'll cast based on their needs, and more often than not, you know, you talk to any television writer, they'll say the story will evolve based on the characters that Absolutely. play them. Like, right. you know, you see more and more of the actors come out as the seasons progress because right. that's the only way you can make something good. It's the only way you can make a story well, worth telling. And I think that translates directly to wrestling. Look at guys like The Rock, Stone Cold. They were never huge until they were allowed to kind of put their own personality into it. Uh-huh. And fucking The Rock has made millions doing that now. Billions. You know, yeah, I mean... Dude. Of course, he doesn't he's know how to bi- say no to anything. He's the biggest movie star on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And that is that is mind-boggling. Like, it it's is. not mind-boggling that a wrestler could, could translate like that. Like, obviously, a big part of wrestling is, is acting. So, yes. You know, I, that's, I, obviously, the skill set is there. <clears throat> but when you think about, like, coming out of wrestling, first of all, he was a heel. Right. So, right. like, just making him, endearing himself to a wider audience... When the only audience that he had was one that was designed to not like him, right? But then, like <coughs> coming fresh out, well, when he started acting, that dude was like exclusively in garbage movies, right? For a long fucking long time. time, yeah. For like six years, yeah. that dude was only in shit right. movies. Like, but all it took was like one or two of those to make money, and then boom, biggest star ever. Yeah, I was. He was in the the fucking the Tooth Fairy. Yep. Where he played the hockey player that well, became the Tooth Fairy. Well, um, Scorpion King. Scorpion King. God. Yep. Um, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Like, oh my God, that's a piece of shit, yeah. Like, he was in a lot of that. Yeah. Southland Tales, which I will defend. It's a bad movie, but I love that fucking movie. <laughs> I will love it. Man, I, so, have you ever seen Southland Tales? I haven't. Holy shit, dude. Buckle up. Yeah. So, Southland Tales... Um, was written, it was uh, the same creator of Donnie Darko. Okay. Um, wrote this movie, takes place in the future, stars Justin Timberlake. Okay. Sean William Scott. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Um, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, Kevin Smith has a bit part in it. Okay. Um, pretty, pretty big time cast. Yeah. Um, there's a reason you never heard of it. Like, it came out just like the most bonkers, jumbled up mess of things that never make sense. Like, it take, takes place in the future, and there's, like, oracles reading the end of the world, and The Rock is, like, this big movie star, and uh, Justin Timberlake is a... Um, Justin Timberlake and Sean William Scott are both, uh, like, military vets, um... There is an entire scene that's Justin Timberlake dancing through an arcade, lip-syncing the killers. Um, what's the name of the song? I got sober. I'm not soldier. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the name of the song, yeah. but I, he lit, like it's like a music video for that song. It's three and a half minutes long. It's the whole scene, and it's him dancing through an arcade. Like It's a weird mess. The big scene, one of the big scenes at the end. Um is The Rock looking at the camera and he says uh it was like someone thought he committed suicide yes no son I'm a pimp and pimps don't commit suicide like such a ridiculous like dude and so much of that movie is ridiculous and I have watched it a million (laughs) times and I'll watch it a million more it is wildly entertaining when you go in from that stage. I love some of those crazy like, ass movies. It is, it is a bad yeah. fucking movie, but holy shit is it an entertaining movie. One of my favorite bad movies, uh, The Last Dragon. Mm. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's it's quintessential 80s. It's all 80s. It's a piece of shit, top to bottom. I mean, really, <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible movie. But god damn it, there's something about it. <laughs> I will sit down and watch it the whole way through. I'll put the remote down. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, show enough. Me. You know? It's, yeah, I love it. I only get it. You fucking got me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, was it yesterday? I believe it was yesterday. It might have been a day before. It's a late night. 
I just recently we got you know we have HBO, but they gave me the free Showtime, like I said, mm-hmm. which I never really had much on Showtime. So I'm just kind of flipping around. Oh, what's on Showtime? Thunderheart. I'm not familiar. Call yourself a Val Kilmer fan. <laughs> How do you not know Thunderheart? Maybe, next to the doors, one of the greatest Val Kilmer movies of all time. Really? He plays an FBI agent who is, uh, uh, his father was Native American, sent to the Dakotas to help. There's a murder. It, 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 you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it, man. Oh, my It's God. a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a good movie. It's- is it, is it? It's a, it's a Val Kilmer movie. <laughs> is, it, is it really a good movie, or is it a wildly entertaining movie because it's so ridiculous? No, it's not ridiculous at all. It's not over the top. It's very. Uh, uh, it's it's a good it's a good movie. It's a good like murder mystery type movie. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the main Native American uh, in it. Um, I don't know his name, but. Sounds so racist. He was in like Dancing with Wolves as like okay. you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, the Native American guy as the Indian guy basically. Um, but it's it's fucking legit, man. There's no other big stars in it at all. Um, and I'm trying. It's probably early mid nineties. Okay, ninety four, ninety five, somewhere in there maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, if you like Val Kilmer, that's got to be on your list. It's got to be on your list. The thing is, skinny I, Val Kilmer. I with a tan because he's Indian. I <laughs> love. Rephrase this. <laughs> I like Val Kilmer as Batman. I, I know, and I have enjoyed seeing the rest of his catalog See, when I've seen. That's it. what's weird. I love Val Kilmer as everything other than Batman. <laughs> everything. Real Genius, great movie. Thunderheart, great movie. Doors, great movie. Is that it? No. Batman. Deja. You've seen Deja Vu with uh, um, Denzel Washington. Val Kilmer's in that great movie. Well, <laughs> uh, like when I think that of was Val, early fat. When I Val think Kilmer. of Val Kilmer, um, MacGruber, right? <laughs> great, Legitimately, the first two things that come to my head are Batman Forever and MacGruber. <laughs> Those are the two Val Kilmer places that my I head have knows. to believe. You know how I have that 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 weird uh, fantasy when I meet a famous person, I yeah. want to reference the shittiest yeah. piece of crap they've ever, or the most random thing. I think Val Kilmer would hate you. <laughs> because you like <laughs> the shittiest Val Kilmer movies of all time. I'm not up here like, hey man, I love doing Top Gun. Right, right. Yeah. Dude, Batman. Dude, mm. Batman Forever. <laughs> you really you really killed it as that yeah. Gruber villain. <laughs> yes. Pump. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just, I do. I It's some weird, I don't know where it comes from, but it's just an insecurity, but... <laughs> Every celebrity I have a fantasy of meeting, I have some bullshit movie in my head that I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell them about that. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, it's either going to really impress them or piss them off, and either way, it's a great reaction. Yeah. It's, it's a, a win, win for win. me. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I have an awesome story to tell. Yeah. And that's really the whole point. <laughs> that's really the point of all of it. Uh, mm. MacGruber. It's great. Man. I have MacGruber on my DVR. Really? Just because... Not, not like... You know, I have a lot on my DVR. Sure. To me, I can pop that on at any point. And I laugh. Yeah. Another good thing about MacGruber, a lot of wrestlers in that movie. <laughs> that whole scene, it, like it, that, tw- that 20 minutes where he's building his group and he blows wrestling. them all up, yeah. it's all wrestlers in that movie. It band. all comes back to wrestling. <laughs> Killed Chris Jericho. Always. Who won the other night on AEW's first air pay-per-view. <laughs> the star of all elite wrestling. That's right, man. Chris Jericho. You're missing out. You're missing out. Um, Story of my life. <laughs> Oh, the only other thing I wanted to get to, um, this isn't a downer. This, to me, is a fantastic fucking show. I know you haven't seen it yet, but Barry. Yeah. Um, that Barry is the one thing that is uh, keeping the possibility alive for that HBO? I don't cancel HBO immediately. Like, maybe... I, the I, season's I, over, so you can on, binge it, and then it's right, canceled. Right, so, so, yeah. on Wednesday, yeah. I'm, I'm done teaching for the year, right. so, you know... As of, and really, a lot's going to change. Because, like, Wednesday, <clears throat> I'm done teaching during the day. Um, uh, and then I've got to watch some Stanley Cup Finals hockey Wednesday night. Of course. So, I could wake up Thursday in one of two very different places. Right, right. Yes. Um, 
I could either feel rejuvenated and find all the joy in life, yeah. or I could want to jump out my window. Yeah. And either way, I think Barry seems like a pretty good It does. Good You're absolutely right. That. That's what's great about it. It's so everything. <laughs> it, it's funny, but it's not like sitcom, slapsticky, Saturday Night Live funny. Uh-huh. It's got great, hilarious moments, very serious moments, but it's also very dry moments, mm-hmm. which is just... Sometimes when you just like, I don't even know the... Like, letting it breathe. Like, yeah. you just put something out there and just kind of see what happens, and when it's quiet, it just fucking blows it up. <laughs> and, it um, and one of the main villains is... Um, um, because you're you watch uh, Arrow and Flash. Mm-hmm. What was it? Arrow? Wait, no, what was he from? Um, might have been Gotham actually. Who's the guy with no eyebrows and bald? Oh, Victor Zaz. Yes, he's the main villain in Barry. Really? <laughs> but he's hilarious. Okay. I wasn't prepared for it. I saw him. I knew he was going to be. He has this Eastern European, Ukrainian. They're like Ukrainian uh-huh. mobster guys. But he's overly nice all the time. So he's like, come on, guys. We're going to go kill these people. You know, it's, it's fucking... It's great. It's, I can't do it justice. You have to watch it. Okay. Um, and the fucking Fonz kills that, it. That could be... Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler kills everything. God damn, he's so good. Henry Winkler is... He plays like an acting coach. And it's just perfect. immensely, perfect. immensely talented. And I don't know if it has been wasted... On the opportunities that he's had, or if he's just so smart to know which opportunities matter, like I think he like, just likes what he likes yeah, right. and doesn't give a shit what outside that people dude, think. Every time you see something that lets him stretch his legs a little bit, you're like, "Holy shit, yeah. dude! Like you're yeah. really, you're really fucking good at yeah. this." And a guy who came up in the '60s and '70s, you know, through that time in Hollywood, has never really had any bad thing. Yeah, say, you know what I mean. You can't really think. Oh, remember when he did this one thing? Never. Fucking the Fonz was the shit, man. Right. Um, you know, he was the quintessential uh, sitcom heartthrob. Totally. Right. And just the definition of cool. I like guess. Yes. You know, you look back on like 60s and 70s, people are like, man, what's cool? Sure, you get your handful of people that are like, oh, James Dean or Clint Eastwood. No, man. People say the Fonz. Right. Yep. Like, more yep. often than not, the Fonz is the epitome of cool. Should, yeah. And think about it, like, that was his competition. What was it? It was Henry Winkler. <laughs> James Dean, right, and Clint Eastwood. Yep, and history gives us Bonds better. All fucking Fonz, fucking a man. Like, what's that line? That, in, that, that's um, saying something. Is it Pulp Fiction, where the that those that couple's robbing uh, the diner at the end, and Sammy Jackson got her got his gun on the chick. It's like we're gonna be cool. We're gonna act like Fonzie because what's Fonzie? Right. Fonzie's, Fonzie's cool. cool. <laughs> it's fucking badass, man. Fonzie's cool. I said, bitch, be cool. <laughs> I went and I watched the other day, uh, Jackie Brown. Oh. Doesn't hold up. Really? I haven't. I saw. The, I don't hate it. I haven't seen it since. I only saw it once, and I was probably ten years ago. I bet I was probably in my early twenties. Yeah. I mean, I, I was not watching it best, but I remember watching it being like, ah, yeah. but not. Yeah. Clearly, not loving it enough to watch it a second time in I, the last decade. <laughs> and, you know what? I mean? Watching pieces of that made me go back and watch Pulp Fiction. Is all mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? It made me really want to see Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pulp Fiction's nails, dude. And I, you know, you sit there and watch it, and you're like, I watched John Travolta in it, mm-hmm. and people forget he was nothing. He was he was, he was done, forgotten, done. He did Look Who's Talking. That was his big movie before that. That's it, man. God. And that fucking just reset him and blew him up. Yeah, it's amazing. He, he had a really nice research in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. And then has vanished off the face of the earth again? Yeah, no. Scientology. Like, yeah, it'll do that. <laughs> right, right. Um, we, we briefly chatted about this earlier. Terminator trailer came out. I know you said you weren't a big Terminator guy. Yeah. Would you see it? Do you care? You haven't really seen the first. So. I have not seen a single Terminator movie. And that is the sound of every remaining listener we have <laughs> turning off their player. Uh Whatever credibility I had, I don't that, think that, that I didn't you. drag through the. It doesn't hurt me as much as Val Kilmer. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you were going to hurt yourself. You did it a long time ago. Yeah, I, I, I set the, I set the, tone. <laughs> you set the bar so fucking low. Perfect. You can't hurt anybody anymore. Perfect. Yeah, Terminator <laughs> is one of those things um, that honestly, I imagine one of these days 
I'll probably dig into and sure. have a really good time with. I did, I have not avoided Terminator for any intentional reason. It was uh, you know it was one of those just kind of black hole movies for me that when it came out and when it was huge was not a time in my life that I was watching movies like that. You know, like. Right. I'm born in '87, right. so right. yeah, it you came know out that choose where you were born. So yeah. yeah, and then it, you know, even when it was enjoying its popularity, right. I was very young. Right. So by the time I was old enough to have watched a Transformer or Transformer, a Terminator movie, <laughs> um, was when they were already releasing really shitty Terminator movies. Right. So it was like whatever reason I would have had to jump on was was next kind of immediately. Right. So it, it just kind of slipped through the cracks. And then, it's also one that, like, I've seen bits and pieces of enough times, just, like, being on in the background. Right. That, and, like, I know the cultural references that I feel like I couldn't... I feel like I can't watch it with a clean slate right now. And I don't know if that would allow me to enjoy it. It's so funny. It makes me feel old when I start thinking about, for some reason, that movie. Because I can remember when it came out. And it was like all over fucking uh, MTV with the Guns N' Roses. You could be mine, or the second Terminator mm-hmm. in like '95. Um, you know, "You Could Be Mine" was the big song from Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. that was on the soundtrack. And uh, what was uh, what was the other Terminator's name? Uh, Robert uh, Robert Patrick. He's been in tons. You're of asking stuff. the wrong you know guy. Him. But every time mm-hmm. I see him, which I don't know if you know the reference, but you know, in the in most of the movie, he has a picture of. The kid, he's like, "Have you seen this boy?" Like that's all I can hear from that guy. Uh-huh. Whenever he does anything else, have you seen this boy? <laughs> it just, you know, it's one of those. I don't know if I typecast him now, but that's all I can picture when I see him is that Terminator thing. Have you yeah. seen this boy? Well, I think about like, say those of us who were raised on the original trilogy, uh, we all have invariably. A pretty incredibly romantic relationship with uh, Empire. Right. Universally. Right. Everybody that was not raised on the prequel trilogy, everybody that was younger than us, that came in on the second wave, doesn't really give a shit about Empire. I know. And I I don't blame them for that. Because I think... Everybody, it's like you got to learn your history, but it's it's true. You got to watch it, but you don't got to love it because you because every person before they've ever even seen a movie has knows Luke. I am your father, like all these things. So like, if you're watching that movie after understanding its cultural significance, then you're just like bored waiting for the moment for that. Which is kind of like how I feel like if I were to watch Terminator right now, it's probably a great movie. But it's one of those ones that I feel like I almost just have kind of just missed the boat on. Right. Like, now, if if I sit and watch it, I'm just going to be waiting for those beats that I already know because I've seen them referenced a million times. Right. Like, at what point am I watching Terminator just to be meta about having seen references of Terminator? Like... It just yeah, feels like I get that. Uh, I get do that. I, I get that. Do I even go down that road? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. And having said that, the trailer, you know, it didn't blow me away. I'm like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing of all time. Mm-hmm. I can't. Well, I mean, they've rebooted it what like three times, and every time well, it sucked. It, and see, in this one, from what I understand, um, like all the other bullshit that came between Terminator Two and this, it's like it never happened. Like not part of the uh, fodder for the Terminator universe. Yeah, but haven't some of the other ones also said the same thing? Like we're just we're ignoring that last shitty one. So well, and I think the other one. ones kind of did. I yes, Ed, so yes. Like it just, but this one also is the first time they ever brought back uh, Sarah Connor. Or, or not? Well, they brought her back as a younger person, but uh, yeah, Linda Hamilton. So it continued. So she is the. Main because person. because bringing back Arnold didn't work. Arnold comes back at some point at the very end of the trailer. She goes to a cabin in the woods. Open the cabin. There's Arnold as an old Terminator with the beard, and so you don't know what comes out of it. Like like I said, did it make me jump and like oh fuck no yeah um, Emperor laughing at the that, end of the Star Wars trailer gave me much more of a heart on than that right you know oh I mean? my so, god um, but like you know but our job here is to report the bullshit that comes out every week and. That's some of the and, bullshit you know, that came out every week. Again, with with the disappointments of this week, it would only be fitting to end on a probable disappointment, which will be the new Terminator movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
already a zero with Rotten Tomatoes. Right, a surefire disappointment. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's most of my depressing yeah, stuff I, I had. Um, I am, unfortunately, um, I am just, I'm still just feeling really distracted by how just pissed off I am. Yeah, best part of my week, AEW. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. A little Y2J, Chris Jericho. It was funny, they did his entrance, and you might not know this. So, you know, when they do, you know, when the wrestlers come out, that's like the thing. People, sure. you know, the entrance, the music, yeah. the, the screens. They, for, for Chris Jericho, you know, he's been around for fucking ever, right? Yeah. They did, they had like lookalikes. They, they didn't see their face dressed as him from like the different, different versions. Hairs. Yeah, it was oh, pretty cool, right? That does sound That's kind cool. of a cool idea. Um, and then he comes out as his new, not anything crazy, but you know, his new persona. Yeah, whatever his, um, whatever he's... You know, now, now he can walk out to his own music because he's the lead singer of Fozzie, so he right. comes out to his own shit, which is pretty cool, I'm sure. Um, it's fucking great, man. It was so great. I... Next time you're over, you gotta watch some of it. You're gonna, I don't know. you got, or even look it up on YouTube if you get some chance. Look up a couple of those matches. I'll check it out. I'll I think out. you'll be fucking amazed. I really do. Okay. I really can't wait to have you watch uh, the Young Bucks, that because, ta- the tag because, team. I think you'll love it. Because I really you do. continue to carry the torch, I know. I will. I will find out. I will it's, give it a you legitimate got to. shot. You got to. If, for if, you, right? And if you don't, yeah, it's fine. I'll just make you watch it as we do the podcast. <laughs> Put on the TV, you have a choice. Which always works out just fine. It totally does. Um, that's all I got, dude. Yeah, man. Are we um, doing time? We, we got a pretty no, good... T- we're good. good. All right. I don't want to give him like a 30-minute no. episode. Um, um, nope. It was a shit, shit so, night. Yeah. Um, but it, en- it ended with uh, more shit. More shit. <laughs> we just piled shit upon shit. Um, nice shit sandwich for you. So Wednesday will be a better day. Fuck, it's got to be. Really, you yeah. know, if... If you are a faithful listener, at worst you've got like two weeks left right. of dealing with the the blues. Well, and not for nothing, but if you are a faithful listener, I'm pretty sure you agree with almost every piece of shit that we said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully this cheered you up after the blues. Exactly. Loss, if nothing, it didn't cheer me. Up. Right. If it could cheer you up by just letting you know there's other people out there sharing your. We're pain. all commiserating. That's right. That's right. So I'm going to go home and cry, um, and then hopefully tomorrow's a new day. Rock and roll. See you guys. Have a week.